Welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. We broadcast every Saturday from noon to one and talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics, including wellness, health care, elder care, end-of-life care, and caregiver support. Hello, my name is Ken Hagland, and we have another great show for you today. Joining me in studio is Tim Thorpe, Executive Director of Pathways, a healing center located in Minneapolis that provides programs designed to support and create healing response to illness. This is a nonprofit volunteer sustained organization that provides programs and therapy services for people with life threatening and chronic illness. You will not want to leave the radio for this show. This is going to be a great show. We are broadcasting live today and we are looking forward to answering your questions regarding creative healing. Please feel free to call us at 952 946 6205. Once again, that number is 952-946-6205. Our talented show producer, Sam Turnberg, will be answering the phones today. Thank you, Sam. Or, if you're shy, you can bypass Sam and directly text us your questions at 612-999-3426. Once again, that texting number is 612-999-3426. You can also find all of our prior broadcasts on the AM950 website by clicking the On Demand button and then clicking on our show logo, Living Healthy and Aging Well. The purpose of this show is to bring you specialists, experts, and people with a passion for helping others from the health and wellness field to provide insights and recommendations on how to navigate the complexities and challenges of managing both you and your family's health and quality of life. We also focus on our senior population and how we can help you prepare for the various stages of life's transitions. In addition, we provide vital information for the caregivers who are essential to supporting our elder population. I am so grateful for the opportunity each week to discuss these timely and important topics with you, and I am so thankful for the tremendous response you have provided to us regarding this unique radio show. I also want to thank Chad Larson, the owner of AM950, and his tremendous team for their support and encouragement. Please continue to send us your questions, comments, and suggestions to our radio show phone number, which is 612-999-3426. I want to mention this radio program is brought to you in part by Minnesota Hospice, an independent physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 11 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice. Their number is 952-898-1022 or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. I also want to mention a friend of the show, John Hoshan, owner of St. Paul Corner Drug, located at 240 Snelling Avenue South in St. Paul. I recently met with John at his pharmacy and learned they have been serving the communities of Highland Park, McGroveland, Merriman Park, and downtown St. Paul since 1922. 
In fact, they have operated out of the same building now for almost 100 years. John and his team go the extra mile to ensure all their patients' needs are met. While their primary focus is on their patients' drug therapies, they also address other concerns such as nutrition, daily living aids, financial stresses, access to services, mobility, and other areas of life. John's team understands that all these factors play a role in determining their patients' overall health, condition, and their quality of life. And as a bonus, St. Paul Corner Drug has a fully equipped old-fashioned soda fountain where you can get a wide variety of delicious ice cream treats. Please stop by St. Paul Corner Drug and say hi to John and his friendly team. Their phone number is 651-698-8859 or visit them online at stpaulcornerdrug.com. All right. I would like to introduce my special guest today, Tim Thorpe, Executive Director of Pathways, a healing center located in Minneapolis that provides programs designed to support a creative healing response to illness. Welcome to the show, Tim. Thank you, Ken. I'm very happy to be here today. Thank you. We, uh, as we talked before the show, there's just a tremendous amount of information about uh, some of the changes going on in healthcare and uh, and some of the needs that we as a society are struggling with. Um, and I, I'm so anxious and look, I've been looking forward to this conversation with you for a long time. Um, and I know we won't get to everything in this short <laughs> period of time, but um, I would like to make sure we introduce um, who you are, who Pathways is, and how you guys have been serving the communities here for, for 30 years. It's, it's very, very impressive. Um, but before we get into all that, let's talk a bit about you, um, about your background, and how you eventually became involved with Pathways. Right. Well, thank you, uh, Ken. I so I'm a I'm a Minneapolis native, born and raised, and uh, went to school uh, out of state, but eventually ended up moving back here. I'm blessed with a, a wonderful wife and three great children, and uh, I, I'd say career-wise. Uh, have worked primarily in the sort of marketing and advertising field in sort of a dual role of media and strategic planning. Um, and that really is predominantly in the Minneapolis and, and Boston and New York areas. But I would say to the conversation uh, today, many of those years, uh, for me, balance of life was trying to get involved in the community um, to whatever degree I could. And, and given lifestyle with young kids, that might have been coaching kids soccer for the local schools uh and as time moved on and the kids get a little older it was dipping my toe into the pool of philanthropy um i was fortunate to serve on uh, a number of boards locally here uh including wilderness inquiry uh the youth frontiers um as time went on served on the minnesota council uh, uh, of uh, foundations and currently, I'm sitting on the board for the uh, uh, Minnesota um, um, Hospice Group. Uh, we're very focused on sort of grief and end of life. Um, and am very lucky in my professional life to be now focused as executive director uh, uh, working for Pathways. Well, let's, let's talk about Pathways. Uh, this is just an intriguing organization to me. Um, can you take us back in time and and tell us about how 
pathway started and um, how long it's been involved with the, the community here in the Twin Cities? Sure. Um, well, I'll start with the two people responsible, uh, Penny and Mike Winton. Uh, this was uh, so we turned 30 years old uh, last year, so we are actually in our 31st year. But uh, prior to that, um, Mike. Mike had come down with uh, an illness that was considered at the time to be life-threatening, and and uh, Penny sort of in a caregiving role, and Mike in his role as the the person with the illness, had traveled out to California um, because what they were seeking uh, was was definitely uh, primary care and medical treatment. Um, but while they were in California, uh, known for being a fairly progressive in their way of thinking and and in terms of healthcare. They they started to explore w- what else is out there besides traditional medicine. You know, we've been hearing a lot about should we be eating right? How could that influence your health? Um, we hear about this new thing called yoga. What is that? And could moving our bodies differently influence how we feel? And so while they were in California seeking treatment for Mike, they really started to meet with practitioners, uh, of these what we call modalities or services and talk to yoga instructors. They talk to nutritionists. Um, they even met with some people, uh, I would say, under the grief umbrella to discuss how am I feeling about the fact that I've got this illness and and how is am I, maybe Penny, in her role as a caregiver, how is she feeling about the life that may have been changing for the two of them? And Long story short, they started to feel they started to feel like their health was improving, and they weren't assigning that improvement to just primary care or these other things that might have been considered a little um, off the charts, if you will, at the time. Uh, but they they decided that they would come back to Minneapolis and open uh, a place of healing that really offered the. The, the term complementary therapies had not been coined yet, but really a place of holistic health. Um, but to Mike's, through Mike's lens, it was going to be a place of healing for people that were dying, were living with life-threatening illness. Um, now, this was 30 years ago when AIDS and cancer were, were really considered terminal. Uh, and But as time goes along, life-threatening and with medical advances sort of softened a little because medical could treat what today is AIDS is not considered terminal. Not all cancers are terminal. And so our mission, if you were to step back, is really to focus on two different populations. One is life-threatening, but also I say the, the largest one and growing is severe chronic uh, issues. So. All right. We are up against the clock here, Tim. Let's continue that conversation here after the break. Um, We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Tim Thorpe, Executive Director of Pathways, a healing center located in Minneapolis that provides programs designed to support a creative healing response to illness. This is a nonprofit volunteer organization that provides programs for people with life-threatening and chronic illness. Please stay with us. 
Spring and summer is the right time to install your fireplace. Find your perfect fireplace and have it installed and ready before the cold weather hits again. If you already have a wood fireplace, consider a fireplace insert or check out the entire selection at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces on East Franklin and Riverside in Minneapolis. It will transform your inefficient fireplace into a reliable, environmentally smart heating system. This is Peter Solak, owner of Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. Have you ever watched your dog or cat curl up in front of a fire? It's primordial the way it touches both the animal and the human. We know that fire reaches deep into the heart and soul. Let us show you how. We have over 35 working units on display here in Minneapolis. We are located at the east end of Riverside Avenue at 2901 East Franklin. From I-94, take the Riverside Avenue exit. Find us also online at woodlandstoves.com. Let us help you make a fireplace part of your life. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, out of the ordinary products and services since 1977. We use technology every day to help manage our lives. Why not use it to help manage your medications? St. Paul Corner Drug offers several free tools to keep you on track while taking your medications. Use our mobile app to quickly order a refill or the Meds on Q application, which turns your smartphone or tablet into your very own personal medication attendant. Email and text messaging options let you know when your medication is ready for pickup, making efficient use of your time. St. Paul Corner Drug, pharmacy the way it should be. Finding the best foods the Twin Cities has to offer is easy with EatLocalMinnesota.com. Offering the top local and independently owned restaurants, EatLocalMinnesota.com has everything from burger joints to cocktails and fine dining. It's Greek to Me has been a family-owned Lynn Lake landmark since 1982. Under new ownership, the Janakis Karis family offers classically inspired modern Greek cuisine in a sublime space with gracious hospitality. Be sure to visit their charming bar and explore wines and specialty drinks from Greece. Find It's Greek to Me at 626 West Lake Street in Minneapolis or at itsgreektomemn.com. Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club invites you to check out their beautiful facilities for your next special occasion. Book your wedding reception, retirement party, business dinner, or other special event with confidence, knowing their expert staff and award-winning chef will make it a big hit with your guests. Call today to get a quote, 763-571-9020. Not only does Rudy Luther Toyota have a great selection of new vehicles, but Rudy Luther is also one of the largest volume Toyota certified used vehicle dealers in the country. They have better prices than many non-certified dealers. They offer the seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty, feature incredibly low interest rates, and all their vehicles go through a comprehensive inspection and reconditioning process. And they pay top dollar for your trade-in, even if you don't buy from them. Rudy Luther Toyota, the southeast corner of 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. Welcome back. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well where we talk about your health and your life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in studio is Tim Thorpe, Executive Director of Pathways, a healing center located in Minneapolis that provides programs designed to support a creative healing response to illness. Now, this is a nonprofit, volunteer-sustained organization that provides programs and therapies for people with life-threatening and chronic illness. 
So we've got a lot to talk about here um, in the next three segments. But uh, before we get back into our conversation about how this organization started, uh, Tim, would you let our audience know how they can reach you and your organization if they have more information or, or want more information or have more questions? Absolutely. Um, I would just say one of two ways. Uh, our phone is 612-822-9061. Uh, our phone front desk is open monday through friday nine until seven and on saturday nine until about two uh or you can visit our website which is www.pathwaysminneapolis.org and that website will give you plenty of information uh including uh contacts uh, uh we have a a staff of about three or four of us uh that are always available to answer any questions you may have uh, and I want to uh, encourage people to to check out your website, um, and you'll find out more about why I'm saying that later in the show here um, with all of the programs and services that Tim's organizations uh, his organization offers to people. But let's let's continue, uh, Tim, to build on uh, the vision, you know, the reason why this organization got started, um, and and the vision it had. And let's talk a little bit about about where that vision started 30 years ago uh, and what may have changed since then and what's what's stayed the same. Sure. But I really want to give people a background here because I think, and I've heard this, you guys are one of the best-kept secrets in the <laughs> Twin Cities. Really. We, I, we hear that often. Yes, we do. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why I, I wanted so badly to get you on my show uh, because People need to know about this amazing work that your organization is doing. So let's let's get back to um, you were talking about um, uh, Mike and, and Penny Winton and how they had a vision uh, that was really driven partly by um, uh, a, a, a situation, a health situation that uh, Mike encountered. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, it was through Mike's uh, journey, but also Penny at the time was very involved uh, in the AIDS. Uh, uh, awareness uh, area and was uh, actively volunteering. And so uh, the two of them combined really brought a, a richness of resources uh, to be able to open such an organization. They started in a very small house on 34th and Hennepin Avenue South in Uptown and soon uh, grew beyond that house and uh, ended up building our current uh, center, which is at 31st uh, and Hennepin Avenue South. Uh, and it, it was really designed uh, by their son, as a matter of fact, designed the building with healing in mind. His, his craft is sort of to help hospitals feel less clinicky. So what you feel, and we hear this often, is when you enter the building, there's just this uh, sort of immediate sense of calm, uh, helps really quiet the mind, if you will. Um, but I, I think back to your question about the, the vision, uh, I should mention up front, and we'll get into the services later, but uh, all of the services, whether one-on-one or groups, are offered at no cost. So they're free to any participant who walks in the door. And I think their thought behind that thinking was, uh, if we can offer these services to people that are in a really severe health crisis, whatever that may be, how nice that it sort of strips away that veil of angst that people might be feeling with an already charged scenario around uh, their health. You know, they've got to worry about medical hardships. um, And so by offering free services, um, 
the the reaction between participant and provider it's it's an interesting dynamic because when the participant realizes that that provider is there to really donate their time uh that connection uh it sort of blossoms if you will so it's it's uh it's an amazing connection yeah well i know that one of the concerns that i talk to doctors very frequently and and they just want more accountability want more engagement with their patients they feel like if they had more of that rather than someone coming in through a drive-through mentality give me <laughs> something and i keep going on about my life with the same lifestyle the same thinking the same habits something's going to change yep. and it doesn't and i yep. think we've found uh, because our, our our practice is built with a lot of volunteers we, we couldn't do what we do without the volunteer program so in many ways our, our practice and your practice is, in, is parallel. But I tell you, the power of a volunteer, someone yes. who is committing their time, I think the intention of that is just so powerful. And I think that the, uh, the people we work with and our patients really appreciate that. Yeah. And I, I'm sure with you, and I, we can talk more about this, but I think that, that patient-provider uh, relationship that's built on your uh, structure and how you've done it, is just amazing and yep. it is it is very powerful i, I think uh, people often say so what what makes you unique uh and we can get into that as well but i'd say uh, up front it's the the fact that we are uh volunteer supported not just other organizations have volunteers but i would say it's really the breadth and the depth and the quality of the volunteers uh we currently have about 120 volunteers that provide their own skill sets. We these are uh, practitioners who work out in the community. Some full time. Some have their own practices. Uh, we really sort of draw from a wide spectrum of of that that uh, industry, if you will. And we we ask them to come in sort of as present and as ready when they want to. We don't pigeon the hell them into we need you to come in Monday afternoons or Friday mornings. We ask them what's right what's a good time for you? Because first of all, they're volunteering their time. Um, and we don't know what what life presents for them outside our four walls, so we want them sort of at their at their ready when they come in. Um, and the fact that we have 120 of them uh, that makes us very unique in the community. I think it's because uh, across that 120, you're going to find just a depth of experience, licensure, certification. We're 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 adamant about that, I think, in a volunteer capacity. Uh, I won't say it's easy to overlook, but oftentimes big hearts um, is usually what walks in the door first. But we're really concerned about making sure that those big hearts come in the door with years of experience, licensure, certification. Um, but also what I call sort of the intuitive part of what, what I start with personally is the intuitive interview. Because I want to make sure that when that door closes between participant and provider, that there's a connection that's likely to be made. And, uh, you know, not all of us are blessed with the ability to just be immediately caring and concerned, leading with the ability to listen. And I think every one of our providers starts with that incredible skill of listening. We're going to talk more about that. I have some questions about that, and I'm anxious to do that in the next segment here. But it's time for a short break. Sam has got the music going. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Tim Thorpe, Executive Director of Pathways, a healing center located in Minneapolis that provides programs designed to support a creative healing process and response to illness. Please stay with us. 
don't be surprised if you hear your name when you walk into St. Paul Corner Drug. Our experienced staff make getting to know you their top priority. Developing a trusting relationship with our patients is the first step in providing personalized care that achieves the best outcomes possible. Make certain all your providers know who you are and what your needs are. It is a vital step in your well-being. Stop by St. Paul Corner Drug today to start a relationship with a staff that cares. St. Paul Corner Drug, pharmacy the way it should be. Are you thinking of buying or selling a house? Then become a house geek. Hi, I'm Kirk Duckwall with Bricks Real Estate and host of the House Geeks Real Estate Show here with your market minute. 4.55 is the average number of showings per week per listing in the median sale price range here in the Twin Cities. This is down over last week and is a key early indicator of demand in the marketplace. The median sale price is up 5.2% over the same time last year, and the 30-year conventional interest rate is at about 3.84%. This is up slightly over last week. The conclusion for sellers, we can expect the market to slow down after the 4th of July holiday at a faster pace. However, for those looking to sell in the fall, this can be a great time of year to work on those home projects that can help you maximize your sale price. For buyers, interest rates are holding low for the time being, and the inventory of homes will continue to increase. These two factors should make this summer a good time to be out there looking. Thinking of making a move? Check us out online anytime at housegeeks.com. This is Chad, owner of AM950, here to tell you about Snap Construction. They're experts in roofing, siding, window, and insurance restoration. They have energy-efficient products available for both residential and commercial properties. This spring, when we needed a company to take a look at a problem with our roof, I called the company I knew I could trust, Snap Construction. I've known Ryan, the owner at Snap Construction, for years, so I knew I could trust him. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their reviews online. They are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior contractor online in the metro area. Over the years, Ryan has always said the same thing to me about his work. If we build it, shouldn't we be held accountable for the work indefinitely? He backed that statement up years ago when Snap Construction was a pioneer in offering a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee on all their work. For a free estimate or general questions, call the locally owned company AM950 Trusts, Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP, or find them online at snapconstruction.com. They have financing options available. Tune in for Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. Coming up, Mill and the Good Life. John Stuart Mill thought individuals are the best judges of their own welfare. But Mill also believed in objectively higher and lower pleasures. So which is it? Is the good life one in which we determine our own paths? Or should experts try to nudge us to live better lives? Philosophy Talk, every Sunday at 8 a.m. and again at 2 p.m. on AM 950. This is Ellie Krug from Ellie 2.0 Radio on Mondays from 7 to 8 a.m. Many listeners know that I founded Human Inspiration Works LLC, which trains on human inclusivity and on how to be welcoming, diverse humans. Today, organizations of all sizes find that they need to train team members on diversity and inclusion. I can do that. Many say that my trainings change the way they see the world. I'd love to help make your organization more welcoming. For more information, go to humaninspirationworks.com. Thank you. Welcome 
Welcome back. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in studio is Tim Thorpe, Executive Director of Pathways, a healing center located in Minneapolis that provides programs designed to support a creative healing response to illness. Tim, let's give our audience your information one more time here about how they can contact you and your organization. Sure. Um, Anytime during the week, they can call 612-822-9061 or our website is www.pathwaysminneapolis.org. Fantastic. And I would encourage people um, to look at their website, pathwaysminneapolis.org. I have that up right now on our computer here in the studio. And it is rich with information and uh, and, and the programming and the uh, services that we're going to start talking about uh, in this segment here. But I, but I do want to get a couple of more thoughts in about um, how your organization is structured Um it, it relies a lot on volunteers and volunteers as practitioners, providers, therapists um, that come in and do this great work. And I want to do to just to mention a little briefly here about just the uniqueness that that provides to this healing center that you have. Yes, we have, I, as, as we talked a little bit about earlier, it's kind of the, the breadth and the depth of these providers. Um, honestly, they, they hear about us, I would say, and a little bit about word of mouth. I try to get out into the community quite a bit to speak at in the medical system and in, in various community settings, and, and word of mouth really helps drive that because if, if I can get one good, highly qualified provider, then their cohorts will know and their cohorts will know, and so then we end up building awareness in the provider community. Um, the providers are unique for us in that they they want to give in some way, and so for them, giving at no cost is a huge part of what, and I'll, I'll be transparent with you. Um, I have I'm part of my responsibility is keeping the lights on at Pathways. Right. And over the years, uh, our board occasionally will sort of drift into various creative ways to do that. And one has that we've discussed rarely, but early on was what if we charged maybe on a sliding scale based on what you could afford, and to show the the unique character and and build a characteristic of our providers. Uh, I shared this with some of our providers who said, if you start charging, um, I may find somewhere else to volunteer. And and that is that sent just an incredible message to me uh, and I think to our board and to the entire community. It just it just left such an imprint on my heart of, of who these people are and what they're willing to do for us. Um, we we at our practice uh, have a lot of volunteers and we are so fortunate. And these people are really the lifeblood. They when people come in and, and do the great work they do on a volunteer basis, that is such a powerful incentive for for our team um, of professionals to see these people coming in with their intention and their desire and their their commitment to help so and it um, and they just are they are ambassadors to the community here so I, I echo that it, it's mm-hmm. uh, that's a great feature of uh, how how Mike and Penny have kind of built this this organization up um, uh, one thing I wanted to mention is is you know, Pathways now is thirty one years old um, how is it the same as it was 30 years ago, and what what things have you changed? You mentioned you know some some creative ideas that have been proposed you know, <laughs> over the course. You know, 
maybe compare and contrast maybe what's what's consistent and maybe what has changed. Sure, sure. I I think what what has changed I think just is is the 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 balance of those we serve. Uh, if thirty years ago, really primarily the audience was. Those coming in the door were, were those people living with life-threatening illness, so terminal situations. Um, as medical advances proceed, uh, terminal becomes a little bit differently defined, and so our audience sort of uh, expanded into terminal but also really severe chronic illness. And that could have the, the secondary severe chronic could be people that were living with terminal, but maybe it's sort of in a stage where we're not sure. Um, I would say there's a sort of a, a third uh, bucket, if you will. Uh, we had some research done uh, about six, seven years ago that really quantified, for those that needed to see it, the the, the before pathways and after pathways. What 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 is it that we do well? What, what is it the the outcomes that are realized? And it really, this was the University of Arizona who helped us with this project. And the the bottom line was that they said pathways is instrumental in affecting favorable shifts in quality of life. And what that means is quality of life is really what it means to you, what it means to me. It might be two totally different things. But that vision, I would say, that has been consistent, whether it was for terminal illness, severe chronic. But the third bucket, I would say you could come into Pathways. I would say any of your listeners could come into Pathways. The terminal and the severe chronic aspect, it is who we serve. It is our primary focus. But if you have a question about what is holistic health, how, how can it benefit me, we don't turn people away. Uh, that third category, you may end up taking more group classes than one-on-one. But the research bore out an uptick in emotional health. And my goal then says, well, if I can introduce emotional health and wellness to you before the crisis hits, you're going to be more resilient, more prepared, if you will, to face that crisis when it does hit. Um, so I would say that is a little bit of a shift in what it was 30 years ago. But in the dearth of health care providers, in the high escalating costs of health care, it's important that, that we offer ourselves as a resource to, to everybody then. Yeah, uh, that is fantastic. I think um, I've, I've talked to several people and, and this awareness, this mindfulness uh, this approach that you guys have taken is the ultimate preventative healthcare approach because you're really getting people in touch with who they are and how they can take care of themselves better. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I want to make sure we, we we start talking about some of these amazing programs. I'm, I'm looking at your your May and June uh, uh, newsletter, which is about 12 pages long, and it's got. I think about 80 different programs that you currently have offered during May and June. This this, this rivals a college curriculum. <laughs> this is just really amazing, Tim. Would you, would you mind just um, talking about some sure. of the, the – you, know, you have different categories that you have in here and different programs. Could you just give us an overview of what that looks like? Happy to. Uh, I will just start with sort of a categorical approach. The, the calendar is sort of broken into different sections. One would be sort of the art, music, creativity. Um, that, that captures anything from – uh, art-based programming, music-based programming, uh, writing as healing, and so on. And I, I think I, I encourage we have orientations every week for new participants. And in those orientations, I try to tell the people that are interested in becoming participants to 
try things that they're familiar with, but also try things that they're maybe less familiar, maybe not comfortable with, just to see how it may or may not play with. with. I, I will tell you, when I pick up a, a, a colored marker, uh, I start to sweat because I'm a really good stick figure drawer, and that's about it. But but what I've seen and experienced personally, but what I've seen with our participants is that art can really uncover some answers to questions that people may not have known about. Um, a different section, we, we do have your classic and tra- traditional body work, so we're fortunate to have a relationship with a, a couple of organizations in town where we've got some really highly qualified massage therapists coming in. Uh, under that court category, I would include energy work, which is, which is more about sort of helping to sort of calm the mind, uh, open your heart to possibilities of around energy work that may not be the traditional massage therapy um meditation imagery uh i can't tell you under the the umbrella of mind body spirit healing if if the ultimate goal is really to calm the mind learn how to be more present uh just present in the moment we all I call it monkey brain. Uh, I sort of I put myself in the front of that line. Some days I have to use it on myself, um, but it's it's incredibly powerful and healing to just stop, take a thirty second pause, and for some people living with uh, really uh, terrible illnesses and tough life situations, being able to just stop and pause. Uh, that's really the first thing that that is a first step, if you will, to healing. Um, but the guided imagery and inner practice, our our providers are a very good in what they do in terms of offering the services. But b, uh, we hope that the goal is really to provide tools to our participants so that they can practice these themselves when they leave. Um, we have a category movement and guided practice, and that's really. Um, when I say movement, if you have a body that doesn't move, uh, providers are able to read the room, read the group. And we have, we have yoga, but we all also have seated yoga, tai chi, qigong. Those, those all can be sort of adapted to the group in presence. So you shouldn't be hesitant to try different things because a provider is very accommodating. Um, well, there's a category called transformation through change, grief, and loss. Um, it's a fairly broad one, but uh, I would say the undertone there is that grief can come in all sorts of forms. Uh, people might be grieving the fact that they know their their life is going to end. They may be grieving because this illness that they have has changed their body, their life, their lifestyle, and they've lost what they had. They're not going to pass away, but they've lost. They're different. Caregivers uh, are coming in. We sh- we I should have said this up front, uh, but we give equal scheduling priority to caregivers of those living with the illness as well as those receiving the care. So caregivers may be experiencing grief as well. I, I was in a relationship with, with my significant other, and now my only identity is that of a caregiver. And we are there, Pathways is there really to provide as much attention and care to them as well as the ones receiving the care. Uh, so those areas are really the, the focal areas. Um, I can tell you briefly about a program we have called Renewing Life. Yes. Um, that is a program that uh, was started uh, at the University of Madison Medical Center about 25 years ago. The, the author, if you will, uh, she had breast cancer and had created a program through her own lens that she wanted to help 
her patients uh, experience the ability to sort of shift perspective to waking up every day with, with an illness or a tough life situation, shift that focus to what do I have in my life? What is, what is the upside to my life? And this program is, is instrumental in helping you shift that perspective. We, we have purchased that curriculum. She retired uh, several years ago. We've, we've really improved it to adjust to and focus on our participants. And maybe on the next uh, segment I can talk a little bit about what we're doing with that program Uh, not just at Pathways, but out in the community. That'll be great, Tim. It's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Tim Thorpe, Executive Director of Pathways, a healing center located in Minneapolis that provides programs designed to support a creative healing response to illness. Please stay with us. Hello, friends. I've been talking to you about Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens, Minnesota's first green cemetery dedicated to celebrating life and protecting our environment. One of the many wonderful things they have is something called the living urn. Ashes are buried in an urn with seedlings ultimately coming back to life as a glorious tree. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Why don't you log on to the website, mngreengraves.com. Learn more about Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens. See if it might be something that's meaningful for you. Did you realize that Drink in the Style is available on iTunes, Google Play, and pretty much every other podcast platform out there? You can listen to past episodes of Drink in the Style, or maybe download our really cool martini glass graphic, or just listen to your favorite episode again and again. But if you do, I need to ask you for a quick favor. Hop online and give us a five-star rating. It helps others find the show and also boosts my fragile ego. Drink in the Style. It's a great way to kill Sundays or really anytime at all. Victor's 1959 Cafe in South Minneapolis is a locally owned and operated restaurant offering traditional Cuban food. Open for breakfast and lunch daily with dinner Tuesday through Saturday. For night shift workers, Victor's even has both a morning and evening happy hour. And Victor's now accepts dinner reservations too. Stop in and try some delicious authentic Cuban cuisine like ropa vieja and seafood paella. Make your reservation and learn more at victors1959cafe.com. Victor's 1959 Cafe, revolutionary Cuban cooking. I'm Candy Braffle, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings Magazine and host of Green Tea Conversations, a new show for people who are on a journey to take responsibility for their health and play a more active role in their family's well-being. Join me every Sunday at 10 a.m. as I interview local experts who share the latest in natural holistic approaches in a fun and informative way. So grab a cup of tea and join the conversation as we awaken to natural health. Visit us at naturaltwincities.com. Hello, Twin Cities listeners. Tom Hartman here. Join me for a talk on Saturday, June 29th at Next Chapter Booksellers. That's at 38 South Snelling Avenue. It's at 7 p.m. Mass shootings are on the rise, so what's holding the U.S. back from enacting change? The Hidden History of Guns in the Second Amendment, my new book, is an in-depth, historically informed view of the role guns have played throughout American history. From early European settlement to the Revolutionary War and Manifest Destiny, through the use of the slave patrols in the Deep South, which became the well-regulated militias so debated in 1787, to the recent school massacres. Plus, I'll talk solutions and sign books. In fact, a whole spectrum of my books. So if you have questions, come. We'll be doing a Q&A. Put it on your calendar. Saturday, June 29th at 7 p.m., 
Join me at Next Chapter Booksellers, 38 South Snelling Avenue. Look forward to seeing you there and bring your questions. Tag your it. All right, let's jump back in here quickly. Welcome back. You are listening to the Living Healthy and Aging Well radio show where we talk about your health and your life. My name is Ken Haglund, and joining me today in studio is Tim Thorpe, Executive Director of Pathways. This is an amazing healing center located in Minneapolis that provides programs and therapies designed to support a creative healing response to illness. Uh, this has been a great show um, be sure and, and, and download this podcast. Uh, we could have several of these shows here, Tim. Uh, we're just scratching the surface of what your organization does. Um, but let's um, let our audience know uh, how they can get in touch with you and your organization. Sure. Uh, you can reach us at 612-822-9061, or our website is www.pathwaysminneapolis.org. And uh, we hope to hear from you. Yeah, the uh, I would encourage people. We I'm I'm looking at here the uh, the May and June. Um, it's almost like a catalog uh, of all the programming and uh, courses and and services you guys offer, um, which is also on the website pathwaysminneapolis.org. So go on there. There's there's about eighty different uh, programs uh, that you can take. Um, depending upon you know, where you are in your healing journey. Um, but these are all uh, hosted and by uh, licensed practitioners, providers, um, just amazing organization. And, uh, and it, the amazing thing is it doesn't cost you anything. Correct. Now, now in saying that, I just want to let people know that uh, that Tim runs this nonprofit organization, and uh, this is something that um, your donations go to absolutely make meaningful differences in people's lives yes so we just want to i want to make sure that tim you have a chance to to put a plug in though for this amazing uh, service you're providing to to minneapolis sure yeah we are uh just quickly we our support comes really through the generosity of many donors um whether we have a couple of foundations but primarily we are donor supported uh which uh if you look over 30 years, uh, that that is somewhat unique as well in terms of we're fairly small, but we, we work hard for every dollar that walks in the door. Well, the longevity is, an, is a testament to what work you are doing. Um, but the fact that all of your practitioners and therapists are volunteering their time, I, I just am still so amazed by that. Uh, I, I mean, the, the participants that you call them, the people yep. that are that – are, uh, receiving these services and these therapies um, are getting passionate people with just amazing intention trying to provide help. Yes, I are. mean, what, what a great thing that you're doing there. So, again, I just want to encourage people, if you're interested in, in donating, supporting, participating, or even volunteering. Yes, uh, we have, we have non-provider volunteer efforts. Uh, we have front desk uh, volunteers who are wonderful. We have people come and help our our little garden, if you will. And uh, so there's a numerous ways that you can help volunteer uh, if you're not a provider. Yes, please uh, look at the website Pathways Health or Pathways Minneapolis. 
pathwaysminneapolis.org. Um, or again, we'll give out uh, Tim's phone number here at the end of the show. But in, in the, the last couple of minutes we have here, Tim, can you give us a vision for the next five years? What do you see as the leader of this organization where you see Pathways going? Yeah, thank you. I Well, first, I, I hope to continue what we're doing today. Uh, I think we're always looking sort of ahead of the curve to see what what is – what is relevant? Uh, what is the new crisis? Uh, sort of as it it falls under our mission, but we, you know, if, if you always do the same thing, you might get always get the same results, and some organizations go out of business that way. So we're always trying to look ahead to see what is relevant. We don't want to be unique just to be unique. We really want it to be relevant to the next participant walking in the door. So it's really community-based health assessment, and how can we help touch that? Um, if I were to look five years down the road. Um, we get periodic calls uh, from outstate, uh, whether it be inner city or outstate groups, saying, "Boy, uh, what would it look like if if you could build a pathways in our city?" Um, well, the answer to that is it may not be a pathways, but uh, we are always ready to help come out and work with organizations to see how we might replicate our model in different cities across the United States, uh, uh, but really starting locally. We've had some discussions with uh, some out-state organizations um, that are sort of underway at varying levels. Uh, but our, our goal then is to see if it's really about impacting the community, how can we help those local, or those local cities and communities create their own organizations. Fantastic. Okay, we've got just a couple minutes left. I, I wanted to maybe circle back here on the renewing life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, that's, you don't you don't necessarily need to be in a life threatening condition or situation to be a part of that. Right? Correct. Okay. Correct. If as you walk in the door, uh, the first question you won't be asked is what's wrong with you. Uh, the first question you will be asked is how can we help you? And really, we are a resource provider. I always say that we sort of we don't get we don't lead you to something. We sort of work alongside you. Um, I think our premise, our overall vision, is that. People have an innate capacity to heal. It's just sometimes when you're living with a severe crisis, health crisis, it gets buried under these layers. So exposure to these various programs really helps to peel back some of those layers so that at some point you're going to have your own aha moment. And part of that aha is to see how that service works for you. But it's also the realization that you are in control of your health at whatever level. Um, but that will continue. We have orientations every week that you'll see on our website. You can come in and learn more about us. We try to accommodate lifestyle. So some orientations may be during the day, some are at night. Uh, but uh, it's just an hour of time, non-committing, so you can just learn a little bit about us. Um, but, but that's really our goal is just to you know, provide resources and tools and information. We've got another uh, 40 seconds here. Um, you've got some really interesting guest speakers and things coming up here in the future. Um, you've got Ted Bauman, who's uh, going to be with you guys June 13th. Um, he's a fantastic speaker. I've, I've heard him several times. Yeah, we, we are so fortunate. People like Ted, uh, part of our strength and, and sustainability has been really bolstered by professionals in the in the community who come and support us including uh, Ingrid Dilley who brought renewing life to us 
and some of the, the research-based, uh, the outcomes that I mentioned earlier, the University of Arizona helped us with. We have a, a program loosely I call Pathways to You, so that if organizations in the community are interested in having us come to their specific organizations, uh, we're happy to talk about how we might customize some of our program to uh, meet the needs. Fantastic. Well, let's give uh, the audience one more shot at your phone number and your website. Yep. Uh, our phone is 612 612- Eight two two nine zero six one. Uh, our website, www.pathwaysminneapolis.org. All right. We're at the end of the show here. I want to thank Tim Thorpe, Executive Director of Pathways, a healing center located here in Minneapolis that provides programs designed to support a creative healing response to illness. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please contact us with any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation or let us know of topics you would like us to discuss on future shows. You can reach us by phone or text at 612-999-3426. Please join us again next Saturday at noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Until next time, live well. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chushke, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan LLP, dedicated to redefining excellence for high-stakes litigation representation in Indian country. We are awake. I'm Richard R.J. Escal, and this week on The Zero Hour, a showdown over Trump's trade deal, oil and gas waste in our swimming pools, West Virginia schools under attack, and the real retirement crisis. All this and more on The Zero Hour, every Sunday night from 9 till midnight on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. This is Randy Rhodes. Did something happen? Well, it doesn't matter now because we're back on your radio on AM 950 KTNF, St. Louis Park, Minneapolis, St. Paul, the progressive voice of Minnesota.